the other one I did. You got a I know I had to because <laughs> I listen to. I have this little list that I do every day, okay. and I was just thinking about on my playlist the songs that I always play over. And so sometimes I be using a little motivation, and I think my motivational songs are all like obviously like Beyonce, but the one that I did was Move Forever with her, uh, Childish Gambino, Jay Z. I feel like it's just a dope song, and then when you're a black entrepreneur, a lot of times you can kind of relate. I feel like they always speak in something, and so you kind of relate to it, and kind of make you get your hustle. The other one I did was Jay Z and Beyonce lift off because I think it's important to have like a certain type of balance when you're an entrepreneur, right. and it just speaks value on how like they kind of correlate their lives and their business to like basically venture together. So like that's dope. Um, my final one is Let's See Again, and it's all the way. And I just feel like um, it's one of those things where, yet again, like I just strongly believe in love, like love for you know whoever you love. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's supposed to kind of grow. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I like this. Love, Beyonce, Like, 
female type rap. Like I love it. Like I don't like okay, I like Nicki Minaj and Cardi, but they not hardcore. I really love that hardcore rap. They gutter. Can we curse? I like that gutter shit. Like I love like hardcore like I done been through some shit, you know what I'm saying? So I chose that song. Um my third song of course would be Beyonce. You cannot be her Excellence. Anyway, so her song, uh, Who Run the World? 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 Who Because, for me, that means a lot to me because at the end of the day, the world ain't moving without us. You know, we are, we are, right, we are, we are bringing life to this world and we make a lot of shit happen. We do what we gotta do no matter what. We run this shit. Like, like, yeah. Um, and then my, I have two more. Is, is, is that three? I got two more. Okay. Um, another Beyonce song called called Daddy. Um, my father was killed when I was nine. Um, so that song really resonates with me. And um, just you know, the outpour, how much she loves that song. So I really love that song. Um, and then Brandy, which is my other favorite singer. To, um, when you touch me. So I love I love that song because again I'm very it's a very like lovey dovey song very sexual song and it really just um, breaks down like how strong her love is for her her uh, her partner in the song so I really really love that song. When you touch me, Daddy. Revolution. Uh-huh. Uh, who the world? No, we did that one. We said that one. No, we said that. That and that who the world. Okay, okay, and then we did Tamiya Steel. Tamiya. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Tamiya Steel. Okay, okay. So your list is based off of your morals and your morals. Yeah. Growing up without fun. Uh-huh. Uh, make sure you fight. See younger kids, they don't see that. 
right? So when you start building family dynamics and you start, you see young girls, you see the vice president, you know, she's the first black woman to do it, so you want to make sure that that's, that's like supported and that's pushed upon, okay? So that's one of the main reasons why I push that together. So in hindsight, of it, when you look at it, it's always good to see like women grow and women go to a high level and leave the door open for each other to come through. Exactly. You know what I'm yep. So you, you you said you stress you have kids, right? Yes. Okay, so you have kids, you have a business. You have kids yet? No kids. kids. Okay, so no when you when you, you got nieces and nephews. So you can also win more. So when you look at that and you constantly move, especially guy. If you got a regular job, if you don't have a regular job, you got all this stuff on the table, and you turn around and come back to it, you gotta find a balance, right? So how do you guys think it is it's not the best answer, it's just answer. How do you balance life itself between a mother, uh, a wife, a business owner, an auntie, a friend, and everything else? How do you balance it? For me, I set schedules, okay. and I cannot break them okay. because if I break that schedule, I'm all off, all that way. So, like for me, I know that Monday through Thursday, I am a full time mom. Okay. Until they go to sleep, full time mom and a wife. Until my family go to sleep, and then I'm working on my business between the hours of like ten and two in the morning. Okay, what's up? What's yeah. up? Um, so, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is when I am fully into my business. My husband takes over as far as like doing what needs to be done for the kids. Um, and then I just have to keep those schedules. So that's my balance. Knowing that I, I have to get this done during this time, and then I handle this during this time. Now, do I waiver? Yes, of course, because. Life is not about keeping schedule, you know, plans and things like that. But I think just realizing what's important, okay. you know, what's important during that time. You know, my family time is very important. And my husband, like, no, nah, it's Sunday. We ain't doing business stuff. This is family okay. time, you know. So just really realizing what's important and sticking to the plan. Because life is not about keeping schedule, you know, planning and things like that. But I think just realizing what's important. Okay. You know, What's important during that time? You know, my family time is very important. And my husband, like, no, nah, it's Sunday. We ain't doing business stuff. This is family okay. time, you know. So just really realizing what's important and sticking to the plan. Okay. And then what about you? Um, I would say prioritizing. Um, sometimes we do. I mean, we have conversations with other friends who do have kids. And so they always think, like, I got like this, all this allotted time. But I always, um, I'm a hard worker. Like, I don't know nothing but work. Like, if there's something I want and I want to achieve it, that's what I'm going to do. So, mm-hmm. a lot of times I've had to kind of prioritize things, but also include my husband in my business ventures, too. Okay. Um, just because sometimes that can be, like, a building moment for us because, you know, he's ultimately, like, now growing his own business, too. Okay. And so, it's just, like, we share a lot of things. But, um, like she said, a lot of times, um, Sunday, Sunday you cut it off. I don't cut it off the whole Sunday because sometimes <laughs> your mind starts wondering, you know, like, you start coming up with these ideas. Like, I'm a dreamer. Right. So whatever I do, I do have to take time, but I just have to make sure I break away. But I find myself a lot of times having wife guilt. Gotcha. So, um, and that's very, that's like major too, because you have to have that time with each other. And me and my husband, 
we started off as best friends. So you are used to that type of time together. And when that time is not there, it can create friction. Mm-hmm. So just prioritizing. And I just had to learn that sometimes I can't spread myself thin because then I'm no good for them, life, or my business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's good because you got to have a schedule. I think, And I think that's where women come in to help men because we don't have – we don't have time management a lot of times. Right. We're not really worried about it. We kind of like t- treating life at the seat of our pants. We're just going with right. the flow. Right. So I think that that's good that you have that balance. And to set it apart from that, is that something that was taught to you guys or that's something you just kind of had to learn along the way? Definitely had to learn along the way. Um, because, like she said, wife guilt. You know, my husband would be like, you you ain't made no time for us. Right, right. You ain't made no time for me. You know, so it was kind of like, okay, figure it out. Okay. Something I had to learn along the way for sure. Um, For me, uh, just being really transparent, um, it's something that kind of was taught to me, but then I had to get my own, like, schedule going because I suffer from anxiety, and a lot of times that is about timing and organized. So a lot of times I tell people I'm a person, like, I blow off the hinges if I feel like someone's 30 minutes to an hour late because then I feel like my whole day is off. Right. So then I'm just, like, overwhelmed with, like, okay, how am I going to do this, do that? And so I just kind of made a schedule for myself because I know that that's one of my triggers. And a lot of times I'm fortunate enough that I have a husband who is very organized. And so we are kind of two in the same in that. So when I get off, he would be like, how would you feel about that? You know, you know I want to hear it. Um, but it's one of the things that I have had to do. But lately, I tell people all the time, sometimes I show up late on purpose just because it won't put me in a space of where I'm feeling overwhelmed. So, gotcha. Or, you know, sometimes I'll be like, it's okay to take a few more minutes for me and show up late because I took that time for myself. Right. I just feel like I'm there on time. My time is wasted. I could have did something else. Or So just learning it. But now I'm trying to be carefree. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. Yeah. I'm trying to be carefree now. And I, and it will. Okay, so like just even being transparent with this, like starting this podcast, it was a um, it was a big thing for me. But it was like, how do I balance it? And man, I don't got no kind of like balance of it. I'm just kind of like going at the you know saying the seat of my pants because I'm trying to get to a place that, of course, that is syndicated. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Like you're not doing it just for no reason. You're doing it for a reason, of course. So. I want it to be something that's going to always be a reference guide for everybody else. So sometimes, man, and I've talked to you, like you about it, you know what I'm saying, as far as like business, and I told you I want to pick your brain. Because, I, man, I find myself sometimes going on there looking at the analytics, like the numbers ain't moving, they ain't moving, they ain't listening to it. And it's hard because I'm looking at it like, man, I got to take care of my kids. Like I got to spend time with them. So the time that I have with them, I shut this all the way down. Like yeah. this is because it's like it's so important to me to have that time with them, man, because – as a kid, man, I knew, like, 16-hour days for my dad. My mom worked uh, historic suites. They were always kind of, like, busy, like, in two different separate households. So when they get their time with me and they're around, man, I make sure that it's that. But it's, it's one of them things that it does give you that anxiety. It does make you worry because you want to make sure that your brand is, you know what I'm saying, being seen right, being done right. So it's like, I get that. I think, um, and for y'all to balance it all with your husbands, like, that's a, that's special. Because a lot of times you get husbands that's not supportive right. or they're not um, they're not understanding. They look at it as, oh, this is just another business. It don't matter. You see what I'm saying? Right. So with that, I think that that's something that you have to see. And I think people have to see it so they'll know that it's going that way right. in their range. So I think that that's dope. You see what I'm saying? So when you look at it, do you think that it's better to have a business before marriage, or do you think it's better to have the business with the person and y'all have the brand together? 
Because so, you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes some women may say, hey, I got to have this, 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 all my ducks in a row first. Then I get married. So he got to respect my brand. Other women might say, no, my brand, he going to ride with it. But even if he doesn't, I'm going to start my dream because this is my dream. So how do you feel about that? I know for me, um, I did have my business before I got married. Uh-huh. Um, and I was still in the learning stage of it. You know, I was still learning how to build it. But once I got married, my husband is like a natural researcher. So, like, he helped me. He, I'm not going to say he helped me build my business, but he helped me teach myself how to educate myself more. Or, like, he helped fund it, you know. Okay. He showed me, like, I'm here. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? So that made me put a little more effort into it. I'm not one of those people that I got to have everything in, um, in order before I. Right, right. I got to have this. I got to have that before this. No. If I'm passionate about it, if I want it, I'm going to get it. Right. And if you don't support it, you just don't support it. <laughs> if you ain't there to have my back, sorry, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to respect you, but at the end of the day, I, I'm not with that. Like, if you ride with me, let's do it. Right. Luckily, thankfully, I have a husband who's riding with me, who's, who believes in my brand just as much as I do, if not more, uh, who pushes me and motivates me. And, again, help. He, he is, like, one of my number one investors. Got you. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm... I'm just grateful. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Um, I think for me, um, prior to I did like I was like trying to build something, and I talked to um, my husband about it quite often. And so when I finally decided to kind of, because it started off for me and my sister, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a marriage that you don't want to mess up. But when I seen that we both had two ideas of like business, yes, ma'am. it was like for us, you know, to keep our relationship and still be able to be sisters and friends. We just cannot. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was more passionate about her. I met passionate about it than my sister. It was more or less like, well, this is something we can do together. I support you. So when I decided to kind of build on something myself, I was nervous about if it would offend my sister. Okay. And so Keith was the one that was like, no, anybody that know you know, like, you have adult mindset. Right. You know, you sit back, you help other people. If this is something you're passionate about, why not do it? You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of times I would, um, even now, like, once I went by myself, you almost feel like you have to have someone there about, with you. Because you're like, who am I going to talk to about? Right. I don't want to burn my maid out. I don't want to burn my mom out because I told mm-hmm. everything, too. Um, and it just got to a point where he would always be a sounding board. Even though he didn't know nothing about it, he was like, I don't know about no hair. I don't know about no <laughs> But he still did listen. And I will say with Keith, he's a person, he shares my stuff more than I do. Like, I'm like, what if I'm hiring a virtual assistant for a marketing thing? Like, you doing it. You know, like, he'll do more than that. So I am grateful for that. Um, but as far as... He, he, he's been there from the beginning, but we kept it very separate. Like, gotcha. so when people ask you stuff, I always say, um, and he'll tell them, like, that's her brand. You know, I mm-hmm. know certain things about it, but ultimately that's hers. Because I definitely believe it's very important because as women, a lot of times we lose ourselves in relationships. Right. Um, because we want to gear everything towards this person. We want to make you happy. We want to do that. And I didn't want to ever lose myself. So this mm-hmm. is something for me, mm-hmm. you know. And so for me, I was okay. We'll start, I literally started our business in the midst of um, wedding planning. So I wasn't nice, <laughs> but that's when I started it. But um, for business, for me to do it before marriage or during my wedding, it wasn't a problem. My thing has always been now. That's what's held me back from kids because I want to be a super hands-on mom. Got you. Okay, so that was your thing. So that's you said, yeah. okay, so do it now. So later on, you'll be good. Yeah, it'll just be working by itself. I'll wake up and it'll be cha-ching, you know, and I'm at the park or something with a kid or PTA, you know. <laughs> that's, that's my thing about it because I just really want to be hands-on because my mom was like that. 
Um, and I just don't want to miss out on anything because my mom was hands on, but she worked a lot. Gotcha. So it was certain moments she did miss out on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. Gotcha. So with that, so balancing that out, how you say, how she's saying that, how does that, so have you found yourself missing some moments? I don't. You don't? I you, don't miss. Uh-huh. I'm at every basketball game, every cheerleading uh-huh. uh, game, all that. I don't miss because it's it's just, family's just important to me. Right. Business can wait. And I'm at, a, I'm at a point in my business where I don't have to run my business. Gotcha. So I don't operate my social media. Mm-hmm. I don't engage with my consumers because I have someone in place of that. So yeah. I'm at a place where I can be mom. When I go to work on the weekends to do makeup, they at home chilling anyway. Right. But when it's those important things, I'm not missing. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So that's that's cool. Okay. So looking at it, when you look at the brand and you look at how you come as a child, like was that something that was always like, how did you, how did you pick your brand and then how did you pick your brand? Like, what made it be like? I want to. I want to. I want to sell hair, and I want to do make sure makeup is tight. Like what happened? Um, for me, it came later. I believe. Like so, I'm in a family where there has been entrepreneurs and things of that nature. Right. But the whole hair thing, it came later. It came like in college because I used to be a person every week going to get your hair done with your mom, <laughs> right. stuff like that. Right, right, right. And then um, even though I left, but then I came back and I was close to home. You still not washing your hair. You're not doing none of that. Sure not. And I had kind of got to a point where I was kind of tired of spending money on hair and stuff, and like lots of money, and it wouldn't quality or having terrible customer service and things mm-hmm. like that. And so when it came to hair, it was more or less like I want to do hair, but I later want to venture out to a thing that's like um, all things kind of like beauty for women, like things that make you kind of feel good. Mm-hmm. And I always found myself like buying accessories and being into hair or getting my hair done and stuff like that. So I was like, sooner or later, I'll branch off and do stuff. So I've been lucky enough to be able to do that, and hopefully it keeps growing that way. But um, I knew I would be doing business some kind of way. I just didn't really think it would be hair because I was one of them girls in school. You had long hair, you think you don't need weed. Now I'm addicted. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm now. Okay. So, I mean, that, it just came. Okay. Came, and I didn't question it. No doubt. That's what's up. Uh, I kind of grew up under the entrepreneurship umbrella. My mom and dad were entrepreneurs. So I grew up in the beauty industry, and my father was an owner of a couple of, like, clothes cleanings. Okay. So my mom did hair for so long. She had, like, seven salons. So anyway, I knew that I wanted to be in the beauty industry. So I did, um, at 16, I went and got my nail license. Because mm-hmm. here I am trying to model after my mom. She does hair, and I'm like, well, I want to be in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do hair. So I went and got my nail license at 16, because that's when you can get your cosmetology license. And so I did that even in high school. I was doing nails and stuff. But college came, and I was doing nails and feet in college. Let me find out you was doing lead press on and stuff back in the day. <laughs> Let me find out you was get the, at the ventures getting the joints. <laughs> I was pretty good at Okay. But anyway, so fast forward. After college, I went to Warrensburg, too. Okay. After college, um, I got pregnant with my daughter, and I went back to nail school because my license had expired. So right. I'm pregnant with my daughter in nail school again. I get my license. I'm doing nails. And then um, my daughter at the age of two, she had this, like, weird obsession for, like, lip gloss. And I know kids love lip gloss. You know, that's just right. girls love lip gloss. Hell, we love lip gloss, too. Right. But it was something about my daughter, how much she loved it. It was kind of just like, girl. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make her some. You know, this would be a, um, something for me and her to do together. Okay. So I made her some lip gloss, and I made all this lip gloss, all this lipstick. And my family was just like, this stuff is really good. Like, you, you're right. like, oh, my God, maybe you should turn this into a business. And I'm like, 
Okay, because I knew I wanted, you know, I already kind of had yeah. that entrepreneurship mindset even at 16, so I knew that I was going to do something in business. Like, I just, like, I'm going to do something in business because I come from it. Yeah. So, um, my nickname is Pinky, and then I was making lip products, so that's where Pink Lips came from. Mm-hmm. I got on Twitter one day and was like, I need an investor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody that I knew of but didn't really know. Okay. He gave me $10,000. Oh. Yeah, right? All right. I ain't going to touch it. I'm right. Let it be that. Okay. So I was like, are you sure? Yeah. He's like, yeah, like your vision is dope. I ain't never known nobody to do this. So, yeah, let's do it. So he gave me $10,000. I launched my brand. Months later, he was like, you ain't got to pay me nothing back. On the love. I'm like, okay. So On the love. Up being, right, ended up being a gift. And that's just kind of where, where I got started. That's dope. Okay, so to kind of piggyback off of that. Man, when I first came into this, I was in the middle of a, a mental change, life change, and things was going on. And I was talking to a couple of my cousins, a couple of my homeboys, and they was just like, hey, uh, what you trying to do? I'm like, man, I think I'm going to do this podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I got a book idea, but I think I'm going to do this podcast or whatever. And they was like, what you want to do? So I'm telling them, giving them the, you know, five songs and all of this and all of that. And uh, they was loving it. Mm-hmm. They was loving it more than me. And one day, one of my cousins... He was like, man, what's in your Amazon card? And I'm like, Amazon card? I got some, I got mics in here. I got this in here and all of that. He's like, all right, send me your Amazon card. I'm like, what? So, same your way. Man, listen, <laughs> I go, I go sleep, wake up the next day. He like, hey, something should be at your door. When it comes, I'm tripping because I'm like, oh, you ain't have to do that. But yeah. it's crazy because some people that's the closest to you be the ones that won't help you start your business. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, we in this hookah spot right now. I don't know the dynamics, but it had to be two people that bought into it, two or three people. Some people to see your vision. Some people to say, hey, this is going to be dope. This is going to be a good idea. It's going to go somewhere. So since it's going to go somewhere, we're going to support each other. I think that a lot of times when you do that, it puts you in a different places of a different kind of blessing to get back. So that might have been the way he wrote his rights or wrongs or how he felt that. Exactly. And then with my cousin, he was just like, man, when I started my engineering and was doing my logistic company. He's like, man, uh, he's like, actually, a white guy gave me some money. And he was like, you'd be surprised. Your own people don't really support you. Exactly. And, th- and so it kind of threw, threw it into that. So I kind of understand what you're saying as far as that. So when you're looking at it and you're looking at your kids and you're looking at, like, families and everything like that, do you think that if you were to be um, in a situation where you had to start over again, right, and you know better now. Mm-hmm. What are some of the tips you would give to yourself starting over again from ground one? Well, I'm actually about to start a second business with my husband. Because Pink Lips is mine. Mm-hmm. So, um, because we've been doing a lot of like studying on building right. generational wealth, we decided to start our own business. And so, for me, I know that planning and, and strategies are very important now. I didn't do, I didn't know that then. So, like before, before we actually like came up with a name. I mean, after we came up with our name, me and my husband sat down for like two hours, and and we was coming up with like brand strategies, um, visions, the motto, the brand coloring, the, all that. Okay. And, he, and he literally was like. What more do we got to do? I'm like, no, we got to do this first before we even go get this LLC. Like, everything has to make sense. Who are we marketing, you know, down to the T? What type of food do they eat? How old are they? Where do they work? How much money do they make? All that. So, for me, it was strategies. 
And so now I feel like I'm in a place where I can run a second successful business because those 10 years of figuring it out, really those nine years of figuring it out, has taught me so much, like all those trials and tribulations and nights of crying and giving up, wanting to give up, but not because I ain't going to give up. Right. Has really taught me, like, how to structure this next business going forward. And I'm extremely excited. And I feel like it took me eight years to really see a major profit in my business. Mm-hmm. I feel like this next business, you know, prayerfully, two years, we can start seeing a huge profit. So because of everything I've learned in my in pink lips. Gotcha. Okay. What do you think? Um, if I was to start over again, I would definitely say it's on the opposite side. Um, don't plan so much. If you want to do it, do it, and then learn as you're going. That's good. Because sometimes I even do it now. And I'm like, no, I ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see somebody else do it. I'm like, damn it, I should have fucking did that. Okay. So that's kind of how it is. So I just like now. I'm like, whenever you want to do something. It's okay to plan accordingly because financially you want to make sure that you're not doing nothing to put you in a hindrance. Um, so I'm always thinking like that. But I think it's kind of like the whole business, HR background type thing. You kind of see like things. And I just was always scared of like, if this don't work, this is my money. This right, my money. right. And I'm like, hey, I don't know. I'm going to go home and be like, I done took something out of a joint account instead of my own. You know, just certain things when I was adding things to it. But I would definitely say, um, like you said, it takes years before you see profit. Like I was lucky enough like... This, like, during the pandemic last year, that was my year when I seen crazy stuff. I'm like, I made more last year than I made the two years before together. Like, right. the three or four-month period. I'm like, yeah, people really at amazing. home trying to look cute. They was at home in the mirror. Yeah, they was getting into TikTok, making their videos pop. Yeah, and uh, I'm here for you. <laughs> I think last year, people in business last year just it flourished. exceptional. Yes. It flourished. And it's, I said, I think larger businesses probably kind of hinder because they yeah. are paying, like, so many other people. But for people who are self-employed and you have a small team and things like that, like, I flourished. Like, it was crazy. And I was like, okay, now I have to be able to relinquish control. That is something that I will make sure I do. Like, I'm paying for people to help me, and I have trust issues. Because I'm like, this is my baby. Let it go. Yeah. You're paying somebody to help you, but you still up at midnight at 2 o'clock talking and texting. So I'm like, what do I do? But that's it. I will basically find people that I trust, and I know will be consistent in their their My vision, is, they're passionate about it as well. Mm-hmm. But I also will make sure I just go for it. Like, if it don't work, so what? Come back and do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that would be the only thing. Like, just go for it. Quit waiting. Yeah, because business is all about taking risks. Yeah. If I told y'all the number amount of money I've lost as opposed to what I've gained, you would probably say I'm crazy. But business is all about taking risks. Right. And I'm a, take, I'm a risk taker, so I'm going to take those risks. No doubt. And that's how I had to think about it. I'm like, you're sitting here, you'll spend money on, you know, trips. You'll spend money mm-hmm. on purses and shoes. Stuff you'll wear one time, throw it in the back of the closet. Like, what would it be to basically throw yourself $2,000 to do something or this to do that? And I had to learn that, too, because at first I want to hold on to my money. Gotcha. <laughs> or I'd be like, I want to touch and feel it in the closet. Just hold on <laughs> to that profit. But now I'm like, just do it, and it'll come back around. And I also had to learn that it's not going to always be a fast return. Like, yes, you literally have to be patient on it. It's a slow return. Yeah, it's not so the drug game. <laughs> right, no, no, no. Like, listen, listen. That's Sometime like time of the month. I feel like listen. Know? Hey, but I ain't gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Let me get one of the uh, tips, man. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get involved. Can I get some more codes, big brother? I'm gonna get involved. Okay, so I ain't gonna tell you no tale. Like being totally honest, man. When I got into this, I'm like, man, I need a sponsor. Up. I need. How do I get Coca Cola? How do I get Pepsi? How do I get Whoever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need, I was trying to get there. I wanted 
DoorDash, Blue Chew, anything that you can think of that was because like you know you watching the other ones, right? You see what I'm saying? Right. You watching? I'm like, man, I need a sponsor, bro. I need a sponsor that's gonna pay for this, so that way I ain't gotta go to work. You know, I work exactly. in healthcare fear, so I'm like, man, I want to be able to do you know what I'm saying what I need to do, you know, and the thing. You come on in, big brother. You okay? So like, I always wanted it to be. That I wanted the fast return on it, man. And then I started reading on it and looking at it and things. I'm like, man, this ain't nowhere near like the streets. Like no, I'm not. thinking like, okay, so I get two hundred listens, three hundred listens, like they gonna come. They like, nah, I don't it don't work like that. Yeah. And it's like they put a cap on it to control the narrative, I think, sometimes, but I think also God puts a cap on it so he can see your desire. Yeah. So if he can see your desire, mm-hmm. he'll how give you, you it. It, it, it's, it's gotta be how bad you want it. Because if, if it's not about how bad you want it, You'll give up on it quick, fast, and in a hurry. You see what I'm saying? And it's one of them things that when you're looking at it and you see it, man, you just be like, dang, man, I'm, I know I'm almost there. And it's them days that you be like, man, I'm about to let this thing go, and I'm going to do something else. But it's like something to turn you right back and kind of be like, nah, you ain't. You just stick into it just a little bit longer. And that's why I take risks. Right. Because that one risk that I take could lead me to where I need to be. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like every, even like every lesson in business, whether you whether you fail or not, to me it's not even failure. Mm-hmm. Giving up is where the failure comes in. But if you take it, if you if you take a risk and it don't work out, that's just a lesson learned for me. That's how I look at it. It's a lesson learned. I know what to do next time. I know I'll be ready next time. Yes, ma'am. So I, th- I think that's cool. And I was watching an interview. I think one of the artists, one R and B dude, he was like, "The time you spend not doing it is the time you could have spent doing it, mm-hmm. and it still would have been the same. You know, saying same result of you doing it because mm-hmm. you're wasting time anyway." Right. And one of my partners, he telling me this all the time. He's like, bro, you only get one life. He was like, he's like, I don't care how you line it up, how you put it back and forth. He's like, bro, you only get one life. He's like, you're going to wake up one day and stuff going to start looking different. And then we got to change with the times and then we're going to come back again. And you're going to think about, like he said, you sitting in the bed. You're going to think, think about nothing the things you did. You're going to think about everything that you didn't do. Exactly. And, and I used to be like, man, honey. And you hear older people say, keep living, young blood, just keep living. And you're kind of accustomed that to that. So I think now, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a bicycle. I don't care if you want to walk down the street and, and hand out flyers to somebody. Just do your dreams because yeah. you're really helping somebody. You see what I'm saying? I didn't know this until dropping the first two episodes and people coming to me in my inbox like, hey, man, my, I got some of the same situations. I got some of the same questions. I would love to be a part of it. And it's cool when it's organic. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When it's organic... I'm all for it. I don't like nothing that's fabricated. I want everything organic. I want everything to just flow. Because a lot of times when you're forcing things, man, you miss out on so many moments where you come back to it and you be like, dang, I, I wasn't even in the moment. Right. I was too busy trying to force it. So I just kind of let it go. And like you said, the haves versus the have-nots, the little things that I didn't have, man, it's okay. Because I guarantee you this time next year, we're going to be in a whole other situation because right. the goal is to be in a building and do this somewhere. And not just do it for me, but it might be a young kid in the city that want to learn how to do this. I'd be ashamed not to give them that game and put them where they need to be. Exactly. It might be a young lady, a young man that want to learn what y'all guys doing, and they want to just be an entrepreneur. We'd be shameful not to put them in a the place, but a lot of times we have the knowledge. We'll have the wheelhouse, the, the power to do everything, and we won't give it to each other. And that kind of throws me off. So I guess that's my question to you. Like, when you were coming into your brand, and we, we almost there, like when you was coming into your brand, do you think like, was it days that you was asking questions and you couldn't really get the answer so you had to go look? Or was it days where you was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to ask this person and then they're going to tell me, but then they're not going to tell me. You see what I'm saying? Like, how was that? Because I know when I asked about some podcast stuff, some people helped me, 
But they they didn't they didn't they not giving you all their gems. And I think to me somewhat that's selfish because everybody has a lane. And even if we all was doing makeup, or we was all doing hair, we was all doing media, we all have a lane. What I'm talking about ain't what everybody else talking about. So it threw me off because I'm like, bro, why do we want to keep each other down? Did y'all have some of the moments? I think I did a little bit, and I think for mine was because I had um, peers who were doing something similar, and at one time or another, I was like one of their customers, and they know if I get my hair done, I'm going to buy new weave, and I'm going to be extra. Right. And so at first, when I would ask certain questions, it was like that, but I'm like, at the end of the day, we're all marketing different people. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm gaining, but as you're gaining knowledge, I don't mind sharing it, but I understand why sometimes you can share so much. But it is good for people to also go seek themselves. Right. Because ultimately, if I'm sitting around giving you the game, you're never going to have a conversation with me. But the first time you need a piece of wisdom or, you know, a gym dropped, then it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like when I look back on people, I did ask questions. They asked that. And I'm like, you know what? They made me research it. They made me go out and try different people. Yeah. They made me, like, seek something totally different. So a lot of times you're not mimicking how they did theirs when they got the start. Gotcha. And I also used to be like, if they don't share none, that's messed up. But now I'm learning, too. You're in a certain line of business, beauty in particular. A lot of people are starting to make their money by their money by selling their goal. You know, like selling their steps to success. Gotcha. And that's how your business continues to grow because now you can host a conference. Yeah, so yeah. Really want it the same way I had to go search and basically have a few head bumps. Now instead of you basically losing all that money, I can tell you, okay, well it's best to start here if you do this. It's best to do this. It's best to do that. So I think sometimes it's okay to give. But if, it's like your parents, if they gave you every single thing, you wouldn't know work ethic from nothing, you know, unless they showed right. you and told you that's what it is. So I always say don't take it personal. Um, me, when people didn't say it, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Maybe she feel like, mm, girl, how dare you? But I never took it personal. I was still seeing people if I don't have something, still do it now. Um, that's like my hairdresser now. I love her because. Okay, shout her she, out, shout her out. Know, her name is Abriana. Okay. Uh, Google I love her because I my hairstylist too. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I love her because when I first started going to her, I was like, um, because she was like, I've seen your stuff before. Who did you get your hair? I was like, I went to um, Fia. That's my boo. I went to her for like 10, 15 years. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I was like, it's just different. You know, she had a baby and she had older twins, so she wanted to experience motherhood. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I've been seeing you. I'm like, but I don't know because I don't, you know, whatever. She was like, no. So as soon as I started going to her, I loved her. And shortly after, she started selling hair and stuff. Okay. So really when I get my hair done, we'll sit in there and we'll talk about stuff. Um, we'll talk about like our trips that we took over there um, during the pandemic. Like it might have been something that I didn't have. I would let her know, like, "Hey, Bree, this girl want her hair done. Her person not doing it. Can you do this? Um, right. She want this kind of hair. I don't sell that kind of hair. And it's been a few where she's like, "Hey, boo, do you got a closure or whatever like that?" Because she's just seen the quality of it. So and that was crazy because I've only known her for like two and a half, three years now. And that's crazy. And it was crazy because people already have like a negative connotation of like women in right people. so when we would sit down and talk business it came just so organic and now it's like when i go there she'd be like i can just feel your spirit when it ain't whatever and i'm like oh, i'm sorry boo because on that level and i know that that's my hairdresser that's not my friend but it's always super organic and we always share and i remember one time i had some lashes fall out my back she's like put them on my shelf you know mm-hmm. so i'm like i like her you know she's up and coming she got a name for herself she's doing good mm-hmm. And she would always be like, dang, you be selling her like crazy and you don't even do hair. You know, like, and I'm like, right. I think sometimes it's just a touch that you put on it. Now they want to buy it because they want the same look. But we, I admire her like somebody that sell hair. And me and her are pretty new in the game compared to a lot of people in okay. the Okay. Okay, so she do both of y'all hair. Mm-hmm. So I need to see it. I need to, I need to sit down and have a conversation. I know my friend. <laughs> so she got the city on lock. Okay. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she, know, she know music too? She, she think, you think she got five songs? 
She got yeah, five I mean, songs. She is she young? Yeah, she, she, oh, she don't know be music. Oh, well, she might know a few songs. She don't really she know my music. She got an old soul. Okay. She got an old soul. Uh, she invented some things. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, we have to we have to touch base. Yeah, I'm like, I like her spirit, and I was telling her one time because she was kind of saying something, and I was like, you know what? No matter what family dynamics and stuff, I was like, you're super blessed because I'll hear her talk about show business, domos and stuff. And I'm like, you're super blessed that your friends are out here making moves and y- y'all all support each other. You know, like that's they dope. all support each other, you know. And I'm like, that's dope because you'll have friends that you've been knowing since kindergarten. And if they feel like you're leaving them, you'll start seeing envy or, you know, yeah. things like that. And mm-hmm. you just don't get that. So to be in this beauty business and your closest friends are in beauty too, right. that's dope. Y'all learning from each other. That's what's up. Definitely learning from each other. What you think? Um, I'm the type of person where I'm not asking questions. I'm gonna go find it for myself. Okay. Yeah. I I can't remember not one time when I was asking somebody for help. Just because for me, mm-hmm. I take pride in knowing that I can figure this out. Mm. I can strategize by myself. I actually want to make the mistake. So so if I make the mistake, I know what not to do next time. So gotcha. For me, I wanna I wanna take the stairs for me. I wasn't gotcha. really asking questions. Plus I'm really the I'm I'm really the only cosmetic line in Kansas City that's I don't know, how can I say this? That's really taking it serious. Gotcha. I mean, you know hey, say it is what it <laughs> you're is. You're a growing brand. Then you're yeah. a growing yes. brand. Like, don't like it's okay to be humble, but you ain't gotta be humble when you don't make like accolades. You're the only one. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really somebody that I can go to and ask for advice as far as my industry. Got you. But I do have, like, a mentor, like right. an older lady that I grew up in church with that I can go to and say, you know, how can I handle this situation gotcha. you know, in business? Because she is self-employed as well. But I'm the type of person, I'm taking the stairs. I'm reading. I'm, I'm studying. I'm, I'm, I got tens and thousands of notebooks. Like, I'm figuring it out on my own. Mm-hmm. Because I appreciate those, those nights where, damn, I, you know, I messed up. But the next morning, I'm ready to tackle it again. Like, I appreciate those moments. So even when people ask me, because I've had a lot of people ask me, like, straight to the point, like, how do I, how do I start my own cosmetic line? And I let them know, is this your passion? That, but that's cool, though. You know, I, I really will check them, like, is it your passion? Mm-hmm. What do you know about the cosmetic industry? What do you know about chemical formulations? And if they ain't giving me answers... Let me know that they're time. passionate. I tell them you need to do some studying, and Google is your best friend. Yeah, but I, I think and that's I good. and I yeah that's real good. And I think y'all just kind of taught me something because it it was a thing of it taking the stairs is dope. Yeah. And I think I think it, it gives you a, a better understanding of yeah. like of, of what you're doing. So that makes sense. I'm glad people and, told me no. And and, and I think I'm that that's yeah. yeah. And it's weird that you say that because normally I'm a person like that. Like, right. I want to research. I want to do that. But and I think when I was asking. I never really was asking like, "Oh, who's your vendor? Who's this?" No, who's people that? was asking those I questions I like, like, "Where can I get this? Where can I get that?" And I would have to let them know, like, "Listen, I worked hard for this information. It paid to be the boss. Like, it, right, 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 it, right. Like, right. It, like this shit costs. And mm-hmm. like, if you really serious, we can sit down and we can break it down because because of everything that I've learned, I don't want you to." be in this game for 20 years and you ain't figured it out yet, I'm going to lace you. Yeah. yeah. But I want to know you serious. You I'm, not see giving, the job. Yeah, I'm not giving you the game if you're not serious and passionate and hungry mm-hmm. because it, right. money cannot be the force. Nope. It's gotta, it, it, yeah. can, it can't be the driving force. You can't be doing this for money because it's going to be nights where you ain't going to make no money. It's going to be weeks when you ain't going to make no money. Then you're going to give up. But if you got that passion and that hunger, right. that shit don't matter. Mm-mm. 
It don't matter. You're no, going to no, keep going. Right. So I have to know for my, I have to know. Whoever's in my inbox, I got to know you hungry. I got to know you passionate. Come be my intern mm-hmm. for three months. Show me that you're ready to go through these trenches. And if you're and ready, nice. we can do let this for three months. That's nice. Let me Don't find that y'all walk. Let me find that y'all walk. Nah, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. So that's nice that you be still want to drop that. I think a lot of times people think that when they see, um, sometimes we... We don't show the grit and grind. Yeah. So a lot of times people see the beauty of it. Right. They feel like, oh, this person looks like they're living this type of lifestyle. They look, living this type of lifestyle. I want that. And it's like, but you ain't doing how many sleepless nights or okay. how many times you done made a bank account negative. Exactly. Right. Or, you know, it was times where, you know, you're working one or two jobs. And, like, one of your jobs is just to basically fund your business. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. I mean, I think people don't see that a lot of times. So that's why they want to do it versus And people just, I think this, this generation wants everything handed to them. In fact. And even with my child, she's 12, she wants everything handed to her. And I have to let her know, huh, you working for this shit. Mm-hmm. You working right. with it. My parents worked. I worked. You're going to, you're going to work. You're yeah. going to work hard for this. <laughs> I, I think that's definitely what, I think that I say that all the time because my daughter's 12. She'll be 13 this year and I have a two-year-old. Man, when I look at them and I could think about like us, man, my dad used to make us cut the grass two yeah. ways. Like, no, nah, I'm talking about like you cut it in the lines yeah. one way. Then you come back and cut it the other way. He wanted a checkerboard in his yard. And I'm like, man, what do you care about this grass for? He was like, it ain't about the grass, man. It's about the desires, about the workload. If I teach you how to work now, later on, man, you're not going to work. You're not going to work later exactly. on. You, you're going you're gonna to understand how to put yourself in a position where you ain't got to do this. Like, mm-hmm. And I used to be like, man, like my friends would come. He'd be like, nah, he got he to gotta help me move, uh, change his motor out this car. I'm like, man, I don't even want to do this. I want to go play <laughs> basketball. I want to go right. to the game. I want to go chase girls. Whatever I wanted to do at the time, I just didn't want to do that. But he was like, man, I'm just trying to prepare you. Yeah. And he made us earn everything. That little $10 to $25 or that little allowance we was getting – we had to earn it. We had to earn the trips to Just for Feet. But it meant so much more because you worked hard for it. That's true. That's that's one hundred percent true. And I think a lot of kids they don't. They don't. They don't like. And then I, you know, I'll be kind of like I kind of blame us as parents sometimes too because I be looking at my kid like get off that tablet. But then I find myself doing what? Checking my phone on right. my phone. And my daughter looking at me like, "How you on us about this? And you over here on your phone?" So I'm like, "Man, all right, we all cut the electronics out. We just go outside." How about I'm grown? That I mean, I no, because I, I do as I say, not as I do. No. You can't be like that. <laughs> so no, I mean, and I and I get it, man. But I think it's so much like when you putting your kids into that type of time, man. You got to make sure that they see it because they do think that they're supposed to go over there, press thirty seconds. It's supposed to pop out and whatever it is. And when when you go in the store, you got to tell them. Even if you got it, sometimes you yeah, got to say, no. say no. And I'm like, do I? You know? And I didn't understand my dad. He's like, no. And I'm like, wow, he's like, uh, you got a C instead of all, all A's and B's. I'm like, that's the best you got? Like, he like, yeah. And if you say something else, I'm going to smack you in your mouth. Right. Like, it was like, no, you know what I'm saying? So, like, now when my daughter, like, she's coming to the stage where, like, we're here, right? So, this past week, she wanted, uh, my cousin was doing her hair. And she wanted the, what's the faux locks? Yeah. Like, locks or whatever. And I've been kind of, like, trying to let her find herself. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I told my cousin, I said, hey, they can't be super long. They got to be this. They got to be that, right? So she gets them, and she's not, like, taking care of, like, wrapping them up at night. So they started unraveling. So her mom was like, that's why I don't let you pick your hair because you don't know what you're doing. But I tell her mom, like, hey, let her find her way. Because yeah. if she finds her way, she'll appreciate it more later on. And her mom's like, no, nah, I understand, but I'm, I just want to keep her. You know, mother yeah. hen, you want to hold them down and, and keep them protected. So I think that that's, that's good. That's really good that you're letting your child find her way. Because I'm going through that with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of letting her be who she is. 
Like, I don't want to put her in a box because she's one of those kids. She's outspoken. Mm-hmm. She's got this huge personality. I'm talking about, like, the day she was born, she was sucking her thumb laughing in that little baby cradle. I'm like, right. you a day old. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is so funny? Right. So, like, she has this huge personality. And so I, for a while, was trying to tame her. Like, right. don't say that type of stuff or lower your voice. But it's just her. It's her personality. So I'm kind of going through that stage of allowing her to be herself in a respectable manner. Right. She don't play that shit. Yeah. Right. But... Allowing allowing these kids to really be themselves because our our parents didn't. No, no, no you're gonna be who I say you're gonna be. You're gonna wear what I say you're gonna wear because I bought it. You're gonna eat what I say mm-hmm. you're gonna eat. All that, but now it's like it's different nowadays. Like we, my mama used to tell me, "I'm not your friend." No, that's real. And now she want to be your friend. Yeah, but <laughs> but my twelve year old daughter, we are friends. Yeah, we, like I have to be her friend. Mm-hmm. For her to open up to me, for her to talk to me, for her to express her 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 um, emotions, her fears, all that. I couldn't do that with my mama because she was mama and yeah. I was child. Yeah. And so my daughter, she knows she's still my child, but we have a friendship relationship. With and her. that's good. That's good. It just creates mm-hmm. boundaries. I mean, yeah. I don't know the rest of y'all talking about because I'm the youngest child. So uh, <laughs> I kind of learned from seeing my sister and them do certain things, and I just didn't do it. So yeah. it's pretty easy to get whatever out my mama. That's knew. good for you. But I was still kind. Of, but my mom will say she was like, I don't know, because everybody say that they feel like she silver spooned me. But she's like, you're the hardest working person I know. Yeah, you're the most is like you'll drop whatever and do it for me. You know, so I don't know where I came from. Yeah. <laughs> And she's big on Nate's. Like, when I would say, like, you were so mean, you're strict. But now I think about it, and I'm like, hey. You need it that. Thank yeah. God, yeah, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm super close to my mom, but it's funny now because she'd be like, what you do today? And I'm like, well, you ain't my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so now she want to be my homegirl. Right. That's cool. That's cool. So, no, I think I think that's good, though. Y'all just kind of, like I said, y'all dropping some gems on me because, man, I'm learning. And then, like, with this two-year-old, man, listen. This little dude, I'm, I, I just see myself. I, I see him in both of them, but, like, with him, yeah. I really see myself all over again. But I don't want him to carry a lot of the weights that I had to carry. Mm-hmm. You know, I carried a lot of burdens of, like, trying to make sure everything was good. Mm-hmm. And I just, want, I just want both of them to really be kids. But with that young man, man, it's important yeah. that he be good. You know, baby girl, she, it was a tornado warning the other day. She said, Daddy. Uh, you all right? I said, what you mean? She said, I'm over here with my grandpa. I'm watching the news. I said, watching the news? She said, yeah, they said it's a tornado over there by you. You good? I'm like, I'm good. She called back 10 minutes. Like, they said it in funnel. You sure you good? I'm like, okay, so what you going to do? You going to come get me? She said, I was on my way. Me and my grandpa, we was going to come get my daddy. So you see, saying she's finding her way. Then the youngster, he looks up to her so much. But I want him to see what it's like to earn his keep. And not not that he, that he will. It's nothing wrong with spoiling your kids. I don't think there's nothing wrong with spoiling your kids. I, I think it's just more or less of the balance of making sure that your kids understand that some things will be given, mm-hmm. a lot of things will be earned. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can get that understood some with them, will be taken. they definitely will be taken. <laughs> they definitely will be taken. And all you got to do to make th- make him cry is tell him he can't watch Buppy. Uh, Bluffy and, uh, and uh, you know, you got – Shoot, he watching a little bit of everything. Right. <laughs> it don't even it don't even matter. Like, but mainly blubby. If you if blippy, I'm sorry, they say blippy. But if you tell him that, he got attitude. You know what I'm saying? But if he with his sister or with he when he with his mom or his dad and his family, he's the life. He walk in, he control the room. He's mm-hmm. that. So when you see that energy on him, man, you just like, dang, 
That's that's what I and then like my cousins then when they see him they like man that's you all over again I'm like bro I'm what they like bro you ask the same questions you ask the same whys a hundred times and all of that thing like that so it was cool so that's dope okay so I think uh, I'm just about I'm just about there um, in life things do happen right so I have this thing called emergency contacts so if if uh, you're looking at it not so much if something was happening. But just when things are going, um, who, who's the person that you call um, if thing, if if, if uh, you know saying something was to happen? Who's the person, the first person you're gonna call? My husband. You gonna call husband first? You gonna call husband first? I, I'm gonna be honest and be real. A lot of times, it really depends on what it is because sometimes, as a mama's girl, you still kind of want to see what their outlook on it. Okay. Now, when it's something that pertains to like my livelihood. Yeah, you know, or something that can basically hinder him too. He's always definitely the first call. Okay, but sometimes it's so funny. Him, my mom has such a close. He's like, "You ask your mom, <laughs> like what she say, you know?" Okay. Because she's his sounding board sometimes too. Okay. Really um, but then I also always say I don't want to involve her in so much and make him ever feel like he is second, you know, door. Gotcha. So I've had to learn um, really recently. Like, don't be talking to your mom. That's so rude. And then you get home or something, and be like, "Yeah, your mama told me to." I'm like. Sorry, I meant to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he's for sure the first, depending on what it is. But when it comes to certain things, I feel like my mama just kind of understand more. Mm. Right. So I don't want to seem like I'm whining or nagging. I'm going to call her. Okay. And then you? Yeah. You said husband, I, I right? I never call my husband because he, so, he, he operates off logic. Oh. Okay. So, like, in an emergency situation, he's calm, he's chill, and he can really make, help me make a decision gotcha. based on logic okay and so me and my mom being emotional creatures i'm like okay let me call my husband and then you know spouse thing you know spouse comes first so it's like let me call my husband was that something that took a while to adjust to the whole spouse I, coming first thing no because i watched my mom send it to my dad so i kind of grew up around that okay and you know until he was killed but um she taught me to about submission you know to the right one mm-hmm. <laughs> correct correct you know um so she taught me about submission so for me, in my household, my spouse comes first. All right. Just, so I just kind of use that around, like, everything that I go through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God forbid, if that was a change, who would be next? My mama. Mama then, and then mama and husband, vice versa. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I ask that because a lot of times our circles are, uh, they small, but they big at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have those times and the moments where you like, man, those two people are not there and you, you don't know who to go to. So sometimes you gotta like have another person. So I try to ask that question because things change so rapidly, mm-hmm. and you wake up one day and it's just just changed. For me, in the last year or two, it changed. Mm-hmm. So now I find myself different moments, different situations. I gotta call different people, but it also makes me stand in the in the wind by myself a lot and post up against the wall and kind of find my way out of it. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just I think that um, when you're dealing with it. Your circle just got to be strong, man. It has, it has to be strong. And if it's not, I think we have to talk about it. And I think really as men, we don't talk about nothing for real. We, we'll hold it in and, and be sitting there 20, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. And something we could have talked about two, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. And just, but we're dealing with it internally. So I think that that's one of those things. So um, before we get ready to get up out of here, um, I'm going to let both of y'all kind of tell me, like, what you got going on with your business Anything you got coming up and anything else you kind of want to drop down on us or whatever like that, I would love to hear. Um, 
Okay, so Pink Lips, we're about to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. Okay. So we're going to be dropping a major product. I'm not going to say it yet. Okay. It is a really big product, so we're working on that. 10 years, September, so I got about five or six more months. September what? 22nd. I don't care. If it was the seventh, it'd have really been a holiday. You know, so my son the first. It was in my mind around that time. Hey, okay, okay, count then. We'll celebrate it. Okay. Um. So um, we're celebrating that, and we just we're in the middle, we're in the midst of our collaboration with Vans. Okay. So I have on the t-shirt today. Okay. Um. Then it's got some stuff on the back, but. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. So we're in the midst of that. That ends the end of April. Um. That is called Foot the Bill. So they're collaborating with small black-owned businesses okay. that they feel um, matches, you know, well with their mission. So our mission and their mission kind of, you know, comes together. And so um, that ends at the end of April. We have our own custom shoe and okay. the T-shirt. And that is available at our um, website, pinklipscosmetics.com. Okay. And it's available at vans.com. That's amazing. So we're doing that. And then... Um, Step back. I recently received a grant from Bay Good Foundation, Beyonce and NAACP. Okay. So we received a ten thousand dollar grant for that. Um, so she recognized us on her website and things like that. We got another collaboration coming up at the end of May. Can't say yet. I think I can. You sure? Yeah. Okay. You might not know about them. I, I probably don't. The, um, <laughs> okay. It is a subscription company and it's the biggest subscription company of the world okay just so happened to be a cause a makeup subscription company called ipsy i like ipsy okay so we're going to be collaborating with them all right yes and then we're just we're just doing really great online you know um building our engagement and our exposure and just we're doing really good online so my company's called Pink Lips Cosmetics. You can find us at pinklipscosmetics.com. Social media, Pink Lips Cosmetics. I have my own cosmetics store here in Kansas City, 1112 East 47 Terrace, where we sell our products, and we have six amazing professional makeup artists um, available to do your makeup, lashes, um, just a full service of beauty, so, except for hair. So. so, okay. So, y'all need to put something together then so y'all can sling the hair at the same time. I used to go get my makeup done there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I used to go quite often. <laughs> Um, currently, uh, House of Strands, uh, NowhereButStranded.com. Um, we actually will be launching a collection called Stranded. And so basically what Stranded is basically going to be like all things me, pretty much like things that I like um, for self-care. Gotcha. So I am also um, collaborating with someone who's from Kansas City, uh, Lit with Candles. Okay. And so she's making me, um, we've been working for some good mixtures. So our candle will be Stranded. Um, that will be the title of it. And so it's going to be kind of like an exotic kind of feel, but with the undertone of like aromatherapy um so we're doing that and then nice. i have like a um dope like bracelet that's coming in and it kind of um have like different jewels and stuff on it um that basically show like um for your chakras and stuff like that so i'm excited about that other than that i'm just like trying to find ways to grow um every year i um do march of doms house of strings we always have our own mm-hmm. we make sure that we donate to that and um i do partnership with my sorority a lot of times Last year in our region, I like raised the most money for that because I'm lucky enough to have friends and family that do support me. Um, I always, we're now planning for our Fifty Shades of Pink, which I do um, for breast cancer, which is awesome to me. Yeah, and at first it started off really small, but last year I kind of wanted to do something more to, to get out there, and we were able to raise fifteen thousand dollars. 
and I was lucky enough for people around Kansas City to kind of join in and give right. time for me to do it. Each day we post the pictures, you do a hashtag, we got paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was exciting. So this year coming up, I'm hoping that it's going to be way bigger. I'm hoping that I find a sponsor. Put me down. Put me down. <laughs> this, hey, put me down now. I'm there. And, and I find me some pancake. We, um, we donate to an organization every year, but I'm trying to, like, really solidify something for every year. Like, we be all over the place come October, and we have to, like, hurry up and figure it out. So could, could Pink Lips join in? Easy. Okay. Easy. See that how that works? Yeah, Something like, easy. like, because you're going to be doing it every year, right? Yeah. I'm tired of, like, being all over the place trying to find a foundation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's crazy. Um, Breast cancer came up because at one point in time, like, obviously I did breast cancer. I've been doing it since, like, senior year. But um, my dad's side of the family is kind of scary. He had uh, two people, two sisters um, with breast cancer, like, back-to-back. And it was some of the ones that, like, I really love. They're kind of like, like, I'm super girly. And they both had battled with it really bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember her talking about how if you, because my auntie's been doing hair for a long time, so she's self-employed, pay for her benefits, but a lot of that stuff would not cover breast cancer. Right. And so when I went and talked to the um, community chair for Susan uh, G. Coleman, who's here, she talked about how a lot of times people think about um, donating money, you know, and raising money, and it's worldwide. And so she basically had put a campaign together for me where I can pick some of Kansas City local hospitals that treat breast cancer stuff, and you can donate to them. Mm. Um, versus, so now we know that our money is going into our communities versus our money going out to Shawnee Mission right. or going, you know, to St. Jude somewhere where people that we love are not being serviced there. Right. And so um, it was a headache, but when I got done with it, I was so happy. Like, yeah. I'm like, that was the best birthday gift. And I was super happy because on top of that, my business was able to donate, you know, like a nice amount of money. And right. I cried because it was 30 yeah. days of posting and stuff, and... Man. I just got to get it right. I hated some of the pictures, but I said, hey, we're going to put a filter on it and whatever. Man. But I loved it because people really came and supported it. And they did it for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was it was it was, it was fun. I actually did the pictures. I was nervous. Yeah. She had me in there. You were nervous. I'm yeah. like, I got mimosas for y'all. She had you know, me in there taking pictures. But it was really good, and I felt good about it. And I just remember being um, like, I can't wait for next year. So, like, next year I'm hoping to do, like, so much mm-hmm. more. Um, but that's really all we have, just kind of taking well, it. I'll have one of my representatives reach out to you. Okay. Okay, no doubt. That's that's dope right there, man. I yeah. got that put together. I'm, I'm cool. I'm taking credit for that. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's cool. So, okay, so, all right. So, also, I was talking to both of you ladies. Um, I want to do uh, something uh, for for my listeners. So, my uh, my daughter's birthday is July 12th. My son's birthday is September 1st. You put it together, you get 13. So, if y'all can do, like, maybe, like, a discount code. I don't know how long you want to run it. We'll talk about it afterwards. We'll put something together. I'll post it on, on my Instagram. You guys post it on yours as well. We'll see how it do. Kind of push people to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a discount code, just 13%. I mean, if you think it should be higher, we can add some more birthdays to it. We can add the seventh to it and tighten it up <laughs> as you want to. But I think it'll be cool, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to do that. Um, just to kind of get the support. Um, and then I just want to also show love to my people for listening. Yeah. And then different things like that. Are y'all okay with that? Yeah, yeah. so I already have it set up. So it is Good Days 13. Good Days 13. Uh-huh. So if they, and it's, it don't have to be in caps, or it can be in caps, so it's not sensitive. So if you go to our website, Pink Lips Cosmetic, you check out, right there when you check out, it's going to ask for a coupon. That's what's up. And then you can put in Good Days 13 and I'm, get 13% I'm, off. I'm cool with that. That's what's up. Ours is 13 great. 13 um, great. And so we're going to do it for 13 days. Okay. So it'll be 13% off. And then our Hustle Her apparel, the t-shirts will be $13. So 
Man, that's what's ours, up, man. Ours is not gonna end. It's gonna roll. It's gonna roll with it. Okay. So you got it. Okay, that's cool, man. I'm listening, man. Y'all got to be smiling and blushing and stuff. That's cool. That's cool, though, because you get... That's cool, man. I appreciate yeah. so it. So as long as you're doing this, they yeah. we, we, we're going to keep rolling it. And then we'll just... Every month, I'll make sure that I give my people and we'll push it as well. Okay, so um, anything else? Any any gems, any jewels, any, any quotes, anything you got? Anything on your mind y'all want to talk about? Yeah, I can... Um, my, a mantra that I live by is, what's for you is for you. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's for you, it's going to happen. You know, a lot of people want things handed to them. A lot of people just want to go through life, just skate through life. Right. A lot of people is envious. A lot of people is like, you know, they be hating and all that. And it's like, what's for you is for you. If it's meant to be, it will be. If you're supposed to have it, you're going to have it. You work hard for it, you're going to get it. So I just, I really believe in what's for you is for you, which allows me to be happy for people. Genuinely happy for people because I know when it's my time, it's my time. Right, and that's that's the good to be a big cheerleader for people too. Mm-hmm. And it's easy it's easy to be a cheerleader when you mm-hmm. really know that when you wholeheartedly know that God got something for me, mm-hmm. and I can be happy for this person even even if I'm in that time where I'm not receiving the extra blessings that I want or whatever. I know that God got something for me, and I know it's coming. If you know if I put my foot forward or I can keep the faith, and it allows me to help people and bring them up and, mm-hmm. and take yeah. them through them stairs that I'm going through. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, that's one thing that I live by. So I really encourage people to really know that what's for you is for you. Okay. You got something or you good? I'm just big on um, right now truly just manifest, manifest, manifest. Right. Um, lately, like sometimes you do get down. You do kind of like, you know, you kind of almost deter away from what you know you're supposed to be doing. So I've just like really been big on like manifesting what you want. It sounds so cliche at first because I was a person like, oh, my God, I'm so tired of hearing it. Right. But it's so real. So, like, it's I so literally real. wake up in the morning, and that's my time to myself. I meditate, and I can honestly say stuff has been happening, things have been seen, right. and stuff good or bad. So I would just say manifest what you want and just be – make sure that you're actually – you got to make sure when you're manifesting it's something that you really want to receive. You have to definitely be passionate about mm-hmm. Like, so that's it, manifest. Okay. So uh, I appreciate y'all, ladies. I do got a shirt for y'all. On some good days, great nice type stuff. Okay. I, I did purple for the for the house of streams, and I did pink for pink lips, of course. Um, I'm gonna get ready to get up out of here, man. I appreciate y'all so much for vibing with me, man. Thanks for having us, man. I appreciate y'all for coming in. So, uh, like I tell you all the time, man, may God be your uh, may God be your seatbelt, and we be your directions. Until right. the next time we see each other, man. It's hey. always uh, good days, great nights, man. Y'all be cool, be safe.
nothing but the truth. Tell it like it really is. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Uncomfortable conversations are needed for growth and closure. Be real with it.